Hello again, everyone. I am Brian McCall of Catholic Family News. It is Tuesday, December 22nd, and we received overnight a new letter from Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano. Uh, he entitled this letter, Den of Thieves, and it is posted on our website at www.catholicfamilynews.com. But I'm going to read the letter for you. Uh, now it's it's not not too long, it's just three three pages. A den of thieves. Exergat Deus et dissipentor ter inimici eus et fugiant qui oderunt cum eum a facie eus. And that is Psalm 67. I'll translate for you. Arise, O Lord, and let thy enemies be scattered. Let them that hate thee flee from before thy face. The letter begins. In the past few days, the latest news is that the Bergoglio is dedicating his time to making a television series called Sharing the Wisdom of Time, produced by Netflix, which yesterday published a post on Twitter that summarizes its ideological point of reference, Praise Satan. It goes without saying that this multinational corporation is involved in the spread of immorality and vice, including the sexual exploitation of minors. Similarly, in the past few days, the Holy See has signed an agreement with the UN to promote sustainability and gender equality, thereby giving its support to an organization that promotes abortion and contraception. On the very day dedicated to the Immaculate Conception, December 8, 2020, almost like a shameful insult against the Blessed Mother, a new partnership was officially instituted between the Vatican and the Council for Inclusive Capitalism promoted by Lynn Forrester to Rothschild, a close friend of Hillary Clinton and Jeffrey Epstein after sending a message of praise uh, to uh, Klaus Schwab, the president of the World Economic Forum and theorist of the Great Reset. And in order not to give rise to misunderstandings, after numerous appeals to obey the authorities in the emergency of the psycho pandemic, it appears that the COVID vaccine will be made obligatory for all the officials and staff at Vatican City, despite the fact that it has been produced with aborted fetal tissue and provides no guarantee of being either effective or harmless. I believe it is now understood beyond all reasonable doubt that the leaders of the present Catholic hierarchy have placed themselves at the service of the globalist oligarchy and Freemasonry. The idolatrous cult of the Pacamama in the Vatican Basilica is now joined by a sacrilegious nativity scene whose symbology appears to allude to ancient Egyptian rites as well as aliens. Only a naive person or an accomplice can deny that in this whole chain of events, there is a very clear ideological coherence and a lucid diabolical mind. 
But as I have already pointed out, it would be misleading to limit oneself to an evaluation of events within the church without framing them in the wider political and social context. There is only one direction being given in which both the main protagonists as well as the extras follow the same script. The purpose has now been declared, destroying nations from within by means of the deep state and the church of Christ, by means of the deep church, in order to establish the kingdom of the Antichrist with the help of the false prophet. The secret Sino-Vatican agreement, very strongly desired by Bergoglio and renewed a few weeks ago, fits perfectly in to this disturbing picture, confirming the Pactum Scaleris, which consigns Chinese Catholics to persecution, dissidents to re-education, churches to demolition, sacred scripture to censorship, and adulteration. It is no coincidence that this agreement, which the popes always refused with disdain, was made possible thanks to the offices of the formal, former Cardinal McCarrick and his accomplices, with the decisive help of the Jesuits. The actors, we know, are always the same. They are both corrupted and corrupters, both blackmailed and blackmailers, all united by their rebellion against doctrine and morals and indiscriminately subservient to anti-Catholic, indeed anti-Christian powers. Communist China continues the militant arm of the new world order, both in the spread of a mutant virus created in a laboratory, as well as in the interference of the American presidential elections and the enlistment of fifth columns in the service of Beijing's regime. It also promotes the apostasy of the leaders of the church, preventing her from proclaiming the gospel and placing herself as a defending wall against the attack of the elite. The fact that this brings economic advantages for the Vatican makes the Bergolian sex subservience to this infernal plan even more shameful, creating a significant counterpoint to the business of migrants, which is also part of the intentional dissolution of the society that once was Christian. It is disconcerting that such a scandalous betrayal of the mission of the Catholic Church does not merit firm and courageous condemnation from the episcopate, which in the face of evidence of an apostasy pursued with ever greater determination does not dare to raise its voice out of fear or a false concept of prudence. The words of Darth Do uh, the words of Dr. Arthur Tane, director of the Council on Middle East Relations, may sound bold and strong but they have the merit of highlighting without false fears the subversion carried out under the most ominous pontificate. It is to be hoped that with the publication of Taine's letter to Cardinal Perelin, there will be some who will finally open their eyes before the plot of the conspirators is accomplished. In this regard, we agree with the commendable denunciation made by Cardinal Burke on the feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe about the use of COVID for the purposes of the Great Reset. 
a denunciation that joins the one I made last May and have reiterated many times, as well as that of other pastors who are faithful to the world, word of God and solicitous towards their flock. The letter of Arthur Tain to the Secretary of State closes with a citation from the gospel that is more appropriate than ever. Either the church understands the significance of its mission, or it itself has become a temple of money changers. For in the words of Jesus, it is written that my house will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. That is from Matthew 21, 12 to 13. As bishops, we cannot be silent. Our silence would constitute an intolerable connivance and complicity with those mercenaries who, abusing a usurped power, deny Christ and consign souls to the enemy of the human race. Carlo Maria Vigano, Archbishop. And this was uh, his official translation. Now, a couple of uh, brief comments uh, on the letter. Clearly, the archbishop's purpose here is to show what he has been talking about for months, this deep connection between the deep church and the deep state. So some of the events he refers to, just to make sure you, you follow those references, uh, he's referring to this new announcement of this TV series that the Vatican is doing with Netflix. And he talks about how it's a company that uh, uh, promotes child uh, pedophilia. That is a story that we covered in our weekly newscast several months ago, uh, this Netflix film Cuties, uh, that is uh, scandalous and uh, pornographic that was distributed by uh, Netflix. Uh, so that was that reference of the archbishops there. Uh, talking about the uh, Council for Inclusive Capitalism, uh, we reported upon uh, that initiative of the Vatican that was announced uh, for the during that week of uh, December 8th. Uh, so that would be our, our newscast for uh, uh, um, the December uh, what would that be? 11th on the on the 11th. So you can see that if you want a little bit more about that uh, that organization. Um, we um, also reported on this issue of the vaccine on December uh, 13th. There's a special report you'll see where I read a letter of uh, one cardinal and four bishops, including one American bishop, uh, and also including Bishop Athanasius Schneider, uh, talking about this these vaccines that have connections to abortions. Here, the Archbishop uh, is referring to the fact that the Vatican, in addition to announcing yesterday that everybody can have the vaccine, no problem, is actually mandating, making it obligatory for Vatican officials and employees to get this uh, to get this vaccine. Obviously, he refers to the interference in the U.S. election, which we have been uh, uh, pointing to and uh, reporting on for uh, for for some time here. Um, so he takes all of these events and he really puts them in a very biblical context. I mean, he says these events are coming together, uh, the deep church and the deep state, to establish the kingdom of the Antichrist. I mean, the Antichrist is the opposite of the reign of Christ the King on earth, right? Anti, it is the opposition to it. Uh, his reference to the false prophet uh, is, again, an interpretation of some big biblical text that's uh, been in throughout the church's history, that there would be these two leaders. Uh, there'd be the Antichrist, the civil leader, and the false prophet, uh, who many of the church uh, exegesis say maybe a, fall, a pope uh, who would deceive and promote uh, the ideas of the the Antichrist. 
Um, and so uh, he is really seeing what's going on here as, as deep connections to these, these prophecies. Um, he also mentions the Vatican uh, uh, sellout to uh, the invisible enemy, China, uh, who is, seems to be behind all of this that was arranged by Cardinal McCarrick and was renewed just this, uh, this past fall. Uh, and uh, and uh, we've also, again, been reporting on this disastrous, uh, disastrous situation. He calls upon his fellow bishops to stand up. Again, he uh, commends Cardinal Burke. We reported just in our most recent weekly uh, news roundup on this uh, sermon of, of uh, Cardinal Burke uh, denouncing the, the uh, Great Reset uh, uh, Davos, and you did see that that uh, that reference in there uh, that the uh, congratulations uh, by this world uh, by this uh, council for inclusive capitalism with the Vatican uh, congratulated to Charles Schwab and the World Economic Forum. They are the architects of the Great Reset. Uh, but Burke denounced that, uh, although he doesn't mention. I'm sure Archbishop Vigano supports the letter we read on the uh, problem of the of the vaccine. So there you have it, uh, our true pastoral letter, I would say, from uh, this uh, uh, wonderful Archbishop. Uh, it was dated Ember Friday of Advent, 18 December, 2020. I said, we just received it overnight, uh, the official English translation last night. So I hope you've enjoyed, uh, enjoy's a tough word with this, but I hope you've appreciated uh, hearing the words of Archbishop Vigano, uh, because one of the most important things is for us to be aware, uh, even if there are things beyond our control. I mean, we can't, uh, we're not part of the World Economic Forum. We can't directly influence these things, but we can be aware and have eyes to see so that we are not deceived. So I, I hope uh, you have a wonderful Christmas. Unless something uh, significant happens, uh, we will see you sometime after Christmas. Uh, so enjoy the last few days of, of Advent in preparation for the coming of the ultimate victor in this contest, our Lord Jesus Christ, who will vanquish these enemies. Amen.